Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Thursday Morning MV Pro Call. Today is February 16th, and I'd like to welcome those of you that are here live, as well as those of you listening to this via recording, which, of course, you can do by subscribing to Motor Vitality on whatever podcast application you happen to use, or by visiting MotorVitality.com, where you can listen to years and years and years worth of archives. Love having you on live, though, especially those of you that are here Given that we didn't send out a reminder email, that means that you have it on your calendar, and I just I really appreciate that. Um, it means a ton. Uh, Want to apologize a little bit? I'm I'm finishing up a, a few days of being sick, so my throat's a little scratchy and and uh, very white sounding. That would be why. Um, and my my brain's a little more out there than than it often is anyway. So. Um, uh, but with that, um, I did want to mention real quick before we, we kick things off that uh, we had our second premium installer training last week, and it was another highly successful week with a lot of uh, uh, great responses. Um, we have already sold out our next premium installer course. Um, that is the one that includes WQA certification. However, we do still, in, in the following, we, we do have one available um, beginning actually the week after WQA convention, which is the third week of April. So if anybody's interested there, and we also have availability still in our shorter classes, the, um, the installer standard, which is just a, a three-day on-site course, and also the um, Installer Insight for Sales Professional is available. That's also a three-day course. So please visit MotorVitality.com if you have any questions on any of that stuff um, or reach out to uh, Jen or I, and we would uh, be more than happy happy to have you. Um, (laughs) Okay. uh, With that, I am going to start to call off the way I do pretty much every week, which is by asking, was there anything anybody learned this last week that you wish you had known before? anything that happened that's worthy of sharing with other professionals across the country or anything we can help you with. Anybody? Jen, you there? You don't have any yeah. anything? <laughs> usually the part I usually I hear Jen go, Callie, nothing this week? Here's a question. What did you find that you learned the most from you doing the installation training? Oh, that's a that's an interesting question. Flipping the flipping the uh, the curtain around right there, or whatever they say. Uh Jen, you want to take that one? I'm sorry, I I I I cut out for a second. What was the question, Stacy? What? What was the most surprising thing you learned when you were doing the installation class? Oh, I think the most surprising thing I learned was the different types of um, connections that you can use and the different types of materials for running the uh, plumbing. Um, I thought that was pretty cool because like I had never worked with shark bite before, but because I don't have Uh a strength in my hands, I was able to use shark bite when I did the installations. Um, yeah. The and then also, you know, I've I've been in the industry for years and I've done plumbing assessments over and over again. But it was just um, nice to kind of get a refresher on those plumbing assessments because 
you know, we throw a couple of loops in there. So I think the different types. Um, I'm just learning about water. It was interesting for me. Um, first off, last week there was your man, your particular manufacturer, the, the manufacturer you represent, Stacy. That we had a whole class. All five of the students were came from them, um, and actually the next five are also from that same manufacturer. Um, and I, it was interesting. I learned a couple things about the valves that I wasn't aware of before. Um, that were different than the other systems that were out there, um, in particular drain line size and um, the, the head threads, the, the um, threads on a valve, which I thought were kind of interesting. I, it's interesting. I never okay. knew that any of those things. That was that was kind of interesting. But for me, um, in leading the class, it's been really interesting to see the way different installers approach a job. Meaning they, you know, some really, some just jump right into it and and sort of paint the picture as they go. Others really step back, look at it, picture it in their head first, draw it out in their mind before they put it on the canvas, if if you will. So it's been really interesting to see the different personalities and the different ways that people uh, approach doing that. And for me, even from the sales perspective, it's interesting to um, – and to you know, I, I I think it would be very helpful to understand the personality of the the person who's going to be doing the installation, um, and you know, and knowing what what information to give to them depending on the, mm-hmm. the style that they use when they install. It's kind of it's, it's been really an uh, an interesting experience all the way around. But thank you very much for putting us in the spotlight on that question. <laughs> we can talk. Well, about you know, I have. I do have one more thing to add. Um, as you were you were talking, it kind of reminded me that, um, you know, when doing the plumbing assessment, how important it is for the sales professional, if if you have a sales professional that's doing the sales, um, for them to be pretty descriptive on what you what you will need because, um, you know, we we have a crib. And that's where you go and, you know, you ask crib keeper for all of your your fittings. And we have our fittings are in um, in boxes that, you know, they're all nice and neat and everything like a toolbox. But um, sometimes you might need that extra veil or you might need, you know, an elbow that you didn't realize that you needed. And so that is part of what we check on is how many times did you have to run to the quote unquote Home Depot, you know, and or over to the plumbing supply store to pick up a fitting that you didn't have. So that is that was um, pretty eye opening, I think, not only for myself, but for everybody that was doing the installations that all of a sudden, you know, they come to me and they're like, yeah, I didn't realize I'd need an extra elbow, you know, and it wasn't it wasn't in the kit. I didn't count how many were in the kit. So I think that that helped out a lot. And then, you know, when they they turn their, um, they have to fill out sheets as to what they use that day so that, you know, in the real world, the way that things should work is they turn in their sheets and they say, okay, well, you know, I use this many fittings, this much packs, this much so-and-so. Then when you, the office goes back in and says, okay, this is everything that they use, this is how much this job cost us. This is how much money we made off of it. And so um, I think that was really 
a little bit of an eye opener for everybody to realize how much how much they were using. So, um, and to make sure they had the right stuff. It's been kind of cool approaching it from this side of things because, you know, Jen and I have always mostly been on the sales and admin side of, of working with companies. And it's been, it's been kind of fun to approach it from the service installer side of things here. It really has helped, uh, you know, with perspective. And so I, I have to say the last couple of weeks, and, I, and again, Stacey, I appreciate the question. I have to say the last couple of weeks, um, I have probably learned as much as the people coming into the course. Um, it's also been really super cool. My favorite part of this whole thing is, is when people walk up and they see, even though they've seen pictures, when they walk up and see what we built the facility is, I, I, my favorite part is watching their mouths, their jaws drop on going, wow, I didn't realize how, you know, what this actually was. It's pretty cool. But um, uh, anyway, we could talk the whole class for that and didn't want to focus on and make it another infomercial on, on the installer course. But um, that being said, Thank you, because we have openings, and everybody should uh, send their installers or come themselves. So thanks, Stacey. Anybody else? Thank you. So um, years ago, we uh, – back – God, do you remember this, Jen? When, when we first started these calls um, well over 10 years ago, uh, we were doing book studies, basically. Remember that, Jen? We were going through and we were all picking a book and we were, we would basically read a chapter in a book and kind of discuss the book and, and go through those things. And it sort of petered out. I mean, we, we, um, I, it was interesting, you know, but it, it got a little boring um, to do it that way. I, I like the, the setup that we have now a lot more. But one of the books that we did go through and was um, Tom Hopkins' How to Master the Art of Selling Anything. Um, Tom Hopkins has always been one of my favorite sales trainers. Um, I, when I first went out in sales, uh, I remember, you know, I, I had a lot of sales experience, but never really any formal sales training and I used to have a cassette player in the, in the car and I would listen to audio books and one of the first books that I had gotten from the library was this whole this whole big I mean god there were like 24 cassettes or something like that on and it was this big three-day three or four day recording of basically this the seminar this how to master the art of selling anything seminar and then then I read the book following that but it was really a, a great um it was just it was really great I mean, he went through every single aspect of the sales process you know how to how to get prospects how to ask for referrals how to do everything i mean this and i you know he had he had sample scripts and just everything and it really some of the raw talent that i think that i had in sales he helped hone helped me hone that and practice and and turn it into something the thing that i remember thinking though was probably Seventy-five uh, percent of it I liked, I agreed with. It, there was a solid twenty-five percent, though, that I would listen to and go, uh, and "No way!" That if if somebody tried to use that on me, I would, it would totally turn me off. And so, 
you know, I, that was one of the first lessons that I had in in doing sales seminars and, and training was to realize that not everything is going to match everybody's personality. It's not all going to fit. And um, you're going to, you know, if you listen to those things, if you go to a seminar, if you do sales training or management training or any kind of training, and, and Jen, I know you could probably speak to this as well because you probably read as many um, sales and management books of anybody I know. You know, you're you're always in the middle of, of one or another. You've introduced me to a few authors that I'd never heard of before. And, and um, But I, you could probably speak to that as well, that there are, you know, you walk out of those seminars or you finish a book or you finish a, a podcast or something like that and you go, eh, never work. That won't work for me. And we've seen a couple different types of people throughout I know Jen you you have as well where you know some people come to our seminars and they leave going you know there was that one or two things that they disagreed with and they sort of extrapolate that out to the entire day like what a waste I can't believe that was there they're so out of touch instead of trying to find one or two things that could make a difference or as as I often do if if there's something I, I disagree with I don't just walk away saying yeah, I disagree with that. I think, okay, how would I do it differently? What what would I do that would work better for me? Um, but anyway, Tom Hopkins was one of – Jim, you want to add it? I keep bringing you in, and I, I should probably give you a chance to respond to that because I'm making accusations on you. Like, yes, you read. I, I, how dare me without giving no, you a I, chance to respond to that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, but – I. I, I do sort of um, every once in a while, especially when I find myself in a, a situation where I have to put back on my sales hat, you know, um, you know, in, in running a business and trying to generate sales and, and um, revenue for the company, I sometimes revisit some of those basic I like to go back to the basics. You know, there there are some of my go-to favorites that have really shaped the way I approach sales or do sales, and and so I, I like to go back and read a few things. Um, you know, just to sort of remind myself, okay, what am I? You know, what do I need to do? What do I need to focus on? And, and I, in doing that this last week, um, I stumbled across uh, Tom Hopkins' ABCs of a Successful Career. And I was just going to read through these really fast, and then I wanted to go back and just focus on one or two of them um, because they were, you know, it's kind of back to the basics, but it was it was pretty pretty good. So um, let me just read through these, and then we'll come back and and actually, if there's one in particular you guys want to uh, want to focus on, we can. There were a couple that really stood out and reminded me that I thought, oh yeah, let's talk about that today on today's call. So. Um, Here's the Tom Hopkins ABCs of a successful career. A, attitude. That begins with the ability to handle failure and rejection. B, balance. Total fulfillment in all areas, financial, emotional, physical, and spiritual. C, confidence. Act it and you become it. D, discipline. Desire without discipline leads to disappointment, disillusionment, and depression. E, enthusiasm. On Theos, God within, the uh, I am sold myself, I-A-S-M, I am sold myself. F, flexible, anything is feasible if you are always flexible. G, goals, 
short-term and long-term. They must be believable and worth committing to. H is health. To get rich and sick is stupid. I is integrity. Be trustworthy so people will like you, trust you, and want to listen to you. J, just for today, live in the present moment. Burn the past. Don't worry about the future. K is knowledge. It's power when properly applied. L is laughter. It's like medicine to the bones. M is mentor. Allow yourself to be mentored and mentor others. N, network with every person you meet. Expand your company's potential client base. O, organized. Pay fast attention to details. P, persistent. Growth occurs when you find you can't go on but know you can't quit. Q, questions. If I say it, they tend to doubt it. If they say it, it's true. R, relationships. Begin with rapport, develop respect, and give more service than your clients expect, and they will give your company more business. S, success. The continuous journey towards the achievement of predetermined worthwhile goals. T, time planning. I must do the most productive thing possible at every given moment. U, understanding. The first step that creates empathy and builds a long-term relationship. V, vocabulary. The words we use create thoughts and feelings that result in actions. W, work. Combine play and work and you'll fall in love with plork. <laughs> That's silly. It's like plork, new word. Um, X, extra. Find creative ways to creative ways to give thanks and recognition to your company's clients. Why wait? Okay, why wait? I guess I get it. Huh. it che- he sort of cheats on the X and the Y here. There's X for extra, and then Y, and he has wait at the end of it. So why wait? Overcome procrastination by living uh, by these three words. Do it now. And Z, zero in with zeal. Stay focused. Keep yourself in a positive shell and unleash the champion within you. So any any of those that, you know, I, I read some of that stuff for me and, you know, I, I have a tendency to, especially the older I get, to be cynical on some of the stuff. I'm like, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. You know, but then, you know, it's like, because some of it's so cliche, right? It's the same stuff that you hear every sales trainer and every motivational speaker say. Um, but they, they repeat it because at its core, it, it's, you know, it's true, but um, is, are there any in particular that, you know, as I was reading through those that really resonated or stuck with you or said, oh, yeah, I need to, I need to do that, or, or that, um, you know, invoked a, uh, you know, an emotional response from you? Anybody? Hey, this is Chris in Alabama. Um, hey, Chris. I, I really like the whole the the if, if if you say it, they'll doubt it. If they say it, they believe it. Uh, that's one thing that, as far as gaining commitments goes, as far as our process that we do, um, that I've really tried to work on here recently, and I've had great success with trying to get. It's a little thing that you don't really give a lot of thought to when you first start, but when you gain experience, it's like this is extremely important. It's a little thing that is extremely important. Uh, to gain, have them gain commitment, or to gain commitment from them, verbally, and actually have them say it. 
you know, and yeah, that, is, so, that, that, that is a very, very big deal. You know, that's one of the, and it's funny you say that because that's one that I had to practice on for a really long time. And, and that combined, so Tom Hopkins always, that's something that he always says, you know, if you say it, they doubt it. If they say it, it becomes true. And that's why questions are so important, right? You have to confirm everything. You have to ask the questions, but um, that combined with, so Tom Free is another one of my favorites. He wrote Secrets of Question-Based Selling. He talked about the word actually. And so one of the examples they give is, you know, if if I say, wow, it's really hot today, and or the customer says, wow, it's really hot today, and I say, well, actually, it's perfect. It's actually, it's not raining, or actually, I think it's beautiful. The word actually in, in a sales situation is basically saying you're wrong I'm right and so you know how does that apply to what we're doing in sales I one of the ways I can think of is you know when you're doing the the T demonstration for example I don't know if you guys have done the T demonstration but when you're asking those questions if you look at the if you're familiar with the T demonstration you know that you make tea with Lipton tea and with RO water and and the tap water and the RO water look and taste and smell completely different and often we'll, we'll say uh, you know which one? Which one do you think is which? Which one is the reverse osmosis water? And a lot of times the customers will point to the tap water because it looks stronger and darker, and it's what they're used to drinking. And and so you know if they go, well, it's that one. And and I turn around and I say, well, actually, it's this one. I've just basically told the customer, you're wrong, I'm right. So how do you use what you're talking about, Chris, and get them to say it? You know that's where you say. Um, that's where you that's where you say, well, you know, Lipton's a, a black orange pico tea. Which one looks more orange to you? And they go, oh, well, that one. Say, so which one looks more like the the picture on the cover of the Lipton box? Oh, yeah, definitely that one. And you know, so do you think Lipton knows what color their tea is supposed to look like? Yeah, for sure. So now you're getting them to say it instead of me saying, actually, you're wrong. This is the RO water. I'm showing them more evidence to allow them to say it, and it, it just resonates with them more. It stays more with them. Um, so you're right. That's one, and that's a hard one to to do because we have so much knowledge, especially when we come in with so much enthusiasm and, and excitement about what we do. We want to tell people stuff. We want to educate them. But if we can find a way to to get them to you know to educate them and then get them to say the final objective, you know, to, to kind of educate themselves, it's going to stay with them a lot, a lot more. So great, great point. Um, wow, that was, <laughs> that was a good, good sound. Um, anybody else? Thank you, Chris. I appreciate that. Any, any others stick with you guys? Hi, this is Michelle. I just wanted to say a lot of the points that he made in his ABCs, for me, came back to mindset. And if you, you know, put your mind to motivate yourself to, to make sure that you're taking care of your body to be healthy and, and working out and eating right. And um, I think your mindset comes out in sales. You know, you can walk in and have a positive attitude and obviously be knowledgeable about your product and be able to sell it, or you could, you know, go in without the, the positive mindset. So that's what resonated with me through all of that. 
Yeah, that's balance he talks about, right? The financial, emotional, physical, spiritual, to make sure that you're not putting all of your energy into just one. You know, and he talked about health, to get rich and sick is stupid. So if you're spending all of your energy, you know, you make all this money and you're highly successful and you go all the way through and and, and then you, you look back at the end of your life and your relationships have suffered, your health has suffered and and at the time, you should be able to enjoy those things. You're, you no longer have the health or the people to to enjoy it with. What was it for? You know what? It, so yeah, great point. Um, anybody else? So the one that uh, that one of the ones that really stuck to me. You know, I, those of you that know me know that um, I like to, uh, you know, I, I really have this this uh, give-more-than-you-take philosophy. And um, I liked the relationships where it said, begin with rapport, develop respect, but especially this part, give more service than your clients expect, expect and they will give your company more business. So... I think what was what really stuck with me in that line was he didn't say give a better quality product in your clients uh, than your clients expect and they will give your company more business. He said give more service than your clients expect and they will give your company more business. That that just stuck with me that it was um, the word service as opposed to the tangible product and that. That's something that I, I, you know, those of you that have been on this call or have heard us talk about a lot that, you know, our no matter which product we represent or carry, they all, the brochures are all the same. The bullet points are basically all the same. There may be a few little features here and there that are different. But ultimately, the, from, from our customer standpoint, there's not that big of a difference. I mean, some of the differences make more you know, they're bigger to us, the ones that are out there uh, representing them, than they are to our customers. Um, and, and so what really will differentiate one sales professional from another or one company from another or one product from another is not the tangible product. It's not the not the water softener. It's not the reverse osmosis. It's not the, the UV. It's, it is the service that goes along with that product. It's the amount that that you're giving that and if if the amount of service i call it that wow service you know and i always say what is wow service wow service is anything that makes your customer go wow wow you know that really makes them it just sort of blows their mind you know um that's what differentiates that's what will make them come back it's it's not the name recognition you know, I mean, all of those things matter to some extent, but ultimately, it's it's not it's not the warranty, it's not the name recognition, it's not the efficiency rating, it's it's this service, it's the amount of service, it's people that feel like they are getting more service than than what they're um, what they're expecting. Um, any final? Any, any? We got time for one more. Anybody else have, have another one? Anything or what? Anything stick with you on this? Right. Final comments? Well, 
with that, then we're we're just about at the end. Um, Stacy, I'm glad that you're okay uh, with your your uh, mishap there. Um, that's Thank the most you. important thing. Cars are replaceable. You are not. So um, I'm glad I'm glad that you came out of that okay. Uh, and um, everybody else, uh, I hope that uh, you have an excellent weekend. And we will talk to you next week, if not before. So thanks, everybody. Be safe. Thanks. Have a great day, Kelly.